Hi there. Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold, uh, based in Delega, Panama, and this is episode three. Uh, today on my podcast, I'm going to uh, deal with the uh, factors that uh, affected my life when I first started uh, baking gluten-free. Also for the fact that not only was I providing a product for people that were celiac or gluten-free, but I was discovering that not only my, myself was affected by uh, gluten, and there were a lot more uh, family members uh, discovering that they had food allergies as well. Um, because it was something that the, our, our family didn't talk much about, um, I guess all of us were suffering to a certain degree, and, and until we started talking to each other, we found out we were having the same problems. A lot of people said that, oh my God, um, if uh, gluten's been around forever, uh, why are we hearing about it now? Uh, why is everybody being affected by gluten now? Uh, is this a fad diet? Um, and you know what? I, I, I wish people were more understanding. I, I'm sure if it was something that um, was more visibly apparent to people, they would have a little bit more sympathy. But I think because a lot of people chose to jump on the gluten-free bandwagon for weight loss and what have you, besides the fact that they they um, had issues with it, I think it, it got a bad rap. I just wish that uh, people wouldn't assume just because um, you're gluten-free, you're doing it because it's it's in to do it. Being a business owner, it's hard to repeatedly and nicely defend your standings and your choices of your uh, your lifestyle. And when you're uh, suffering or have the symptoms of a person that is celiac or, or gluten-free, there's a lot of other symptoms that, that people don't see. There's a... Uh, uh, feeling different, feeling left out, uh, asking yourself uh, a lot of times, like, why me? Why, why was I the one in the family that has this problem? Uh, even though you tell people that you can't have gluten, they still invite you over for meals or going to the restaurant and um, assume that you can eat regular for that meal. Uh, but once you do it, you, you have to restrain, restrain yourself from continuing to do it. Uh, there's a, a period for myself that it was, um, well, maybe it was just that one time. Maybe this time I won't be affected. 
or uh, this tastes so good or this smells so good, maybe maybe my body will accept it. If I, if I keep trying it enough times, maybe the next time uh, I'll be better. But that's not the way it is. Well, not for me as well, anyways. So, for me, I had um, the uh, knee and joint pain and the migraines, daily migraines. Uh, and then I started uh, hearing from other family members. My sister has, uh, uh, hope she doesn't mind, allergies to dyes, allergies to gluten, allergies to the list goes on. Her daughter ha has a, a large list of foods that she can't touch as well. And, and all three of us are the same. You know what? You want something so bad because you're so hungry and there's nothing else to eat that you eat something that you know is going to make you ill. And you're willing to suffer for the day or two or hours, whatever your symptoms are. Just feed yourself. You can prepare. You can um, always carry snacks on you. Um, sometimes, uh, like when I do uh, supply runs into uh, the city just south of me, I try to uh, eat just before I leave or bring something with me that I know I can eat if, if I'm getting really hungry. Just so that I don't uh, suffer the consequences. And then um, I had the feeling that since I know what other people are going through, maybe I can help them ease their pain a bit. Because it's a really strange uh, feeling when you start to mourn food not because you ever wanted to try it, but you're mourning food because you'll never be able to try it. Not that you ever would, but now you don't have the chance. And I don't think anyone else understands that unless they're going through this. So I started doing um, different research when I was... Uh, develop my recipes. So I had made the majority of my bread recipes I'm, I have made so that they were dairy-free. There were a lot of people that had dairy-free problems as well. And then uh, people uh, were egg-free or people had um, allergies to different oils or people had allergies to different fruits or spices and stuff. And when I was developing my line, I, I um, catered to that. And I spent an awful lot of time doing the research and, and trying different recipes to, to be able to provide items to cover everybody. But in the end, everyone, everyone uh, wanted me to carry all those items every week, no matter if they showed up or not. Then it become a very, a very expensive uh, habit for me. So I came to the conclusion that um, 
I couldn't help everyone. If uh, people were committed to coming to the market for their certain allergies and and uh, talk to me beforehand so I would be able to provide for them, that was one thing. But uh, I had to uh, come to the conclusion that I couldn't help everybody. And that's a really, really hard thing for me to do. Because I want everyone to be happy. I want everybody to eat. Bread is such a big part of people's lives. You don't realize the simple things in life until you can't have them anymore. So, uh, so this episode just covers a, a lot of the feelings, inner feelings, and and um, attitudes and ideas that a person that is finds out that they're celiac or has to go gluten-free you know, deals with. Now, these are my personal feelings, and I don't know if you have uh, felt them as well. But there is a lot of loneliness. There's a lot of isolation. Uh, 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 min misinformation for people. Uh, I understand one of the reasons for the emergence of people being um, diagnosed was the fact that there was a more affordable testing system that had uh, uh, emerged in Canada around the time that I started baking. And that was one of the reasons that uh, more and more people uh, found out that they had uh, this allergy not because it just blew up because it was the bad thing to do. So um, so if, if you are one of those people that is celiac or gluten intolerant or you know someone that was, this gives you an insight from my, from my perspective, from my point of view, of what we're dealing with, with the exception, the uh, acceptance, I guess, that... Um, Gluten is not going to be a part of your life for the rest of your life. So deal with the death of your bread. But open your arms. Like there is a huge, huge variety of gluten-free food out, for pe out there for people now. Um, definitely not what was it available before. And definitely tasting better for you than there was before. So life is only getting better. It is what you make out of it. So that's my 10 cents worth or 2 cents worth, whatever. Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold, DeLega, Panama. Thank you.